Looking for a CRM that's more Canadian than apologizing for apologizing? Meet Client Connector. Imagine high-levels genius, now with extra Canadian politeness and a dash of maple syrup smoothness. Courtesy of Blue Cow Marketing's Decade of Wizardry in Business Automation, this is where tech meets Canadian charm. For just $97 a month, you're not buying a system. You're getting a hockey team's worth of support, minus the ice. It's all the CRM power you need, with the personal touch of your favorite local diner. Ready to make your business as smooth as maple syrup and as efficient as a beaver dam? Paddle over to clientconnector.app and let's get your business saying sorry for being so awesome. We are a very impatient society. People want answers now uh, and they don't want to wait for it. Chatbots came out uh, as a, a derivative of live chat. Live chat was around for a while. Okay, so today we're gonna be talking about chatbots versus live chat. Um, now, I'm sure you have done these before on websites. Oh, yeah. On a little pop up on the right hand side, and yep. you chat, and um, you know, there is a difference. And some people don't even know that there's a difference. So, mm -hmm. we're going to debunk those differences today. Uh, we're going to discuss kind of the pros and the cons of both. So, um, I'm going to let you explain. Oh, my. The difference <laughs> between a chat bot and live chat. Okay, so I think. Uh most obviously live chat is just, you know, talking to another person who is on the other side, working for the company that you're corresponding with, answering you. Um, sometimes it's during a specific period of time. Sometimes they run them 24 seven if it's a really large company, but obviously for smaller companies, that's not really um, doable. Um, it is doable and we'll talk about how it's oh, doable too. So. Okay, okay. I mean, at 2 a.m., Okay, but anyways, okay. <laughs> and I would say a chatbot is uh, automated response. Um, you know, there's a variety of different softwares out there and, and, and different um, companies who do this. Um, and it works 24-7. It looks for specific uh, words and then has a, a response um, that is uh, already kind of coded into it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for example, if, if it sees hours in the... Uh, in the question, it might respond with just the list of, of hours that mm -hmm. your uh, your store or whatever is open. Yeah, so I mean, the importance of, of why people do this is because we are a very impatient society. Mm -hmm. People want answers now uh, and they don't want to wait for it. Uh, and so chatbots, chatbots came out uh, as a, a derivative of live chat. Live chat was around for a while. Um, and then there was a way to like use this, this programmed um, software to do exactly what you said, mm -hmm. right? You know, ask an initial question uh, and then whatever you reply back. Or sometimes you even see buttons that pop up uh, for common things. You know, did you want one of these? And if they say no, then it will go even further. And there are many different softwares out there for that. You know, Drift being one, ManyChat, which integrates with Facebook, um, you know, has all those functions. And you can build pretty elaborate chatbots in there. But you know, in the the main kind of setup of it, I would suggest thinking of what are the common things that people would be wanting an answer to that could be repetitively programmed in there, right? Mm -hmm. Like like hours, um, you know, location. 
um, you know, FAQ questions that you would have would be stuff that a chatbot would work really well for. Mm-hmm. Um, or even down to if you've got different departments, um, being able to direct those, those inquiries to different people. Right, asking mm-hmm. you know, is this is this related to to shipping, or is this something where you are a new customer, or, or anything along those lines? Um, being mm-hmm. able to do that, um, and it's very very helpful. Um, you know, when you talk about the live chat, like you said initially, it's it's human interaction, mm-hmm. right? So you don't have to pre-program stuff. Um, you just have to train the person that's monitoring the staff and staffing the the live chat. So there's the benefit there. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just one statistic I found um, when I was doing some research was that 85% of businesses will be able to manage their relationships with clients Mm -hmm. um, without human interaction, Um, which I think is pretty crazy to think about. Um, And that's within like the next, um, I think it said 10 years or something like that, which is just, it's so crazy to me to think that the human interaction aspect will be completely removed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where I kind of come in because I know how much you're for automation and that. And I, I think that's really cool and I can definitely see the benefits. But that to me, I don't know, when I read that statistic, something uh, something felt off. So I think I think most obviously talking about chatbots, obviously 24-7, uh, they're very, very scalable um, with your business. Um, also less prone to errors without human interaction mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's a lot less likely to uh, get either the wrong information or you know a chatbot isn't going to say i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> to you right um and also very cost effective it's not like you have to pay an employee to right. answer yeah um now there is a, there's a hybrid between the two yeah. Um, and, you know, there's different services out there, uh, like live agent searches or services. Um, you know, we have uh, a vendor for offering this type of service as well, where it's 24-7 live chat available uh, on the website. And the, the company is pretty much trained based on what questions you want them to answer. So their goal is to either, you know, if you're in a consulting type business or a service business is to book a consult or a call or, or whatever the case is or an appointment and they know what questions to ask uh, and try to get that person on the website to to book that call or appointment mm-hmm. with them uh, and they usually charge based on the booked appointment that end goal so you're not right. sitting there paying somebody for hours 24 7 and nothing coming in so um, they're usually like a big call center and their software just mm-hmm. whenever an inquiry comes in they know that name and then they can start to follow the scripts Mm-hmm. Right. So it's it's like a chat bot, but it's actually a human. So people yeah. can engage and they can answer those questions mm-hmm. um, back and forth. And I think that's a good blend between the two. If you're if you're busy, yeah. right, if you have the ability to install the software or the app on your phone and you can respond within minutes of one coming in, that's the best solution. Yeah. Um, but you're doing a disservice if you have live chat and people submit a question and you don't respond for hours because that's that's not a live chat. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's a really brilliant middle ground um, because you have all the benefits of a chatbot in the sense that it's 24-7, very scalable, um, you know, and cost-effective as well, like you mentioned, not at quite as cost-effective cost as chatbots. Um, but it still has that human interaction, and I assume from uh, what you're saying, you could also, you know, probably let that agent know that, you know, you're comfortable with, 
you know, the, the specific brand voice that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so maybe you are a little bit more laid back and, and, um, you know, maybe sarcastic or funny with your responses. Um, and I think that just that little touch adds a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, one of the things that, that makes it, it really um, neat with the technology that's coming out now is it's starting to pull in um, messaging services from different areas. So you can integrate them with your Facebook page, your Instagram page, and people direct message there. It can run into the same feed and then they mm-hmm. can engage with people from those different places because not everybody's going to come through your Facebook or your website or yeah. your Instagram, right? Yeah, and I, I think a interesting kind of point to bring into this is I feel like most startups, um, you know, before they know really where they're going and, you know, before you start getting that, that initial growth, you're always going to start with live chat. I feel, I feel like if you're one solo entrepreneur, you're probably going to be answering personally to start building that reputation. Um, and I'm interested from your perspective, at what point did you start to think like, okay, I need to, to find a solution to this. And was there even the solution of chatbots at that, at that point? Yeah. And I mean, we don't use chatbots in the agency on our site. Um, I've played with them in the past and, you know, they had a place there, but in our business, uh, the live chat was a better option. Um, mm-hmm. And we don't get a lot of volume of people that want to live chat anyway. So, but when we do, usually, you know, you get the notification to do it. But um, I think for anyone, the biggest thing is going to be, um, are you missing those live chats when they're coming in? Are you taking too long to respond? Then you obviously need to either um, have somebody in place or you could start to put a chatbot in there to try to kind of like eliminate the need for you to have to respond mm-hmm. right away, right? And then when it gets to a certain point, then you're notified. And that's where I had the one I built um, using ManyChat a couple of years ago is it started to ask, you know, are you an existing client or not? If they were an existing client, then it would just basically ask them what their inquiry was and then it would let me know and then mm-hmm. I could chat with them. But if they were new, it was asking them things like, you know, do you currently own a business? Yes. Okay. How long have you been in business? So it was, it was vetting them and figuring out what their challenges were so that by the time they were passed on to me, I had all that information right. um, and a better understanding of, of who they were. Yeah. And I think it really comes down to with this efficiency. Um, and also your end goal is always just to make that response time as quick as possible. Um, we did a whole episode on average response time and how important it's becoming um, and how important it already is. Um, so something I want to ask you too, because I know you're uh, probably more, most up to date with this, is we, we touched on the Google chat. Um, mm-hmm. Now, is that going to require a live chat? Nope. No, no, it'll be part of the Google platform. Um, and I mean, Google's making huge headways in their service offering to businesses. You know, at the time of recording this episode, we we're recently in the process of of switching our phone system over from Dialpad, which was a great service, um, to Google, um, mm-hmm. because we're very much entrenched in that Google ecosystem where their email and Google Docs and everything. Mm-hmm. It just made sense. The pricing was was great um, and just the ability to call and receive calls in their platform um, was a no-brainer um, mm-hmm. prior to that you know voice chat wasn't or voice calling wasn't a, an option for us with Google um, but they're moving things fast and mm-hmm. they want to get that live chat feature up and running because any of these softwares 
they don't want people to leave their platform. I mean, they make their revenue through advertisers um, and ads. So if you can stay on Google as much as you can to engage with the business, that's a win for them. And that's what they want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Something I want to touch on because I find this annoying and I want to hear your (laughs) thoughts on it. So when I have used a chatbot in the past and right off the bat, it will just send me the link to the FAQ page. Mm -hmm. This really bothers me um, because either my question isn't even included on the FAQ page um, and before even... um, any question is asked, they will say have, or, you know, any, um, effort is put in, I guess, to, to, you know, figuring out what it is we want, which is a problem with the coding or, you know, just the, the way that they have coded it. Um, they just send the FAQ page and say, does, do any of these answer your questions? Mm-hmm. It's a very common response you'll get mm-hmm. from, from chatbots, um, because it can only base it on mm-hmm. the information that's given. So depending on the, uh, the software, um, you know, we, we utilize a, a ticketing system for another client called Happy Fox, and their chatbot for support um, does a great job. Where, you know, when you first go in there, it says, you know, do you want general inquiries, product questions, technical help, or three options you choose. And then from there, it asks you like, what areas of the software do you need help with, and you click mm-hmm. the button. And then from there, it asks you to type in what you're looking for, and then it will search the whole knowledge base for articles, and it will say, here's some that that we think might answer the question. And one of the options is none of these are correct or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you do that, it says, what would you like to do? Start over, leave or chat with us, a live support agent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there you just get handed off to the live person. Right. Um, which is a great way to go. Um, I think in your scenario, if it's not doing the right answer, then either in most cases, the knowledge base it's pulling from isn't robust enough. Right, mm-hmm. it's very minimal. Um, so if you want to do a chatbot and have that, you know, you would need to come up with many different micro topics in there that possibly could come up in any search that people are looking for. Yeah, I I think my my understanding and my perception of chatbots is that they can be good, they can mm-hmm. be really good, or they can be really really bad. Um, you have to do it right. You know, you have to plan ahead as with anything and you have to put effort in from the start Mm -hmm. if you want it to actually do what it's supposed to. Um, And I think sometimes that can be a bit of a misconception because people think, you know, like, well, you know, this is investment. It's, um, you know, it's, it's supposed to be automated and, you know, it's, it's software that I paid for. So it's supposed to be, you know, smart already, but Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it can only do as much as you tell it to do. Mm -hmm. And you always got to look at, you know, going back, reviewing, you know, the chats that come in and find out where the, the voids are. All these systems have stats as to how many chats started, how many ended, how many made it through, that kind of thing. Um, and as with anything, even with training an employee, and that's what you need to look at is this is technically a digital employee for your business, is you always need to be feeding it new information, mm-hmm. um, evolving it and going, going those routes. I mean, what we're probably going to see in the next 10 years is the advent of the AI technology coming into them where it's starting to now not only tell, be able to pull on what you told it, but be able to look at what's online, what's available, scan your website, and be able to make decisions on, on the inquiries based off that. Yeah. Right? Just like an employee would if somebody called and said, hey, do you have any information on this? They'd have to go online or to the website and look it up. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what, what we're really getting to. 
Yeah, and I think it's going to be really interesting to see these chatbots get smarter as we go on, um, especially when it comes to the the tone as well. Um, I mean, the the AI that um, we have kind of been exper- mm-hmm. experimenting with, uh, Jarvis, it's able to replicate a specific tone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's going to be a huge step for, for chatbots. Um, you know, when you think about uh, a lot of companies have taken on that brand personality on, uh, you know, like Twitter and, and even TikTok and, and social media, I think being able to kind of um, mirror that and chatbots is going to be really cool. Absolutely. So, I mean, if you're, you're looking for, um, you know, where to start with a live chat, because that was the one we said would be a great way to start. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's a couple that are out there. We're currently using one on our site called Crisp. Um, you just Google crisp live chat. Um, we have a client that just started to work with one called Tidio, T-I-D-I-O. Um, I like the way that it looks. It matches their brand really well. It's clean. Um, so they all have free versions that you can use. Um, and then obviously you can see when you go there, you know, what their paid plans would include. But for most people, you don't have to pay a, you know, anything out of your pocket to get a live chat put on your website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the, the last thing that I want to touch on is you, as with any decision you make regarding your business, um, you have to put your customers at the center of it. They have to be the driving force, right? So you have to think about who your demographic is. Are they the type who can be patient um, and who don't really necessarily need an instant response? Are they the type who wouldn't really look at the FAQ page right away? Or is it a group of people that is, you know, very rushed, maybe very busy, uh, or even just a, a group of people that might be particularly um, technology savvy. Mm-hmm. Um, in which case, you know, they might not um, they might not have an appreciation for a chatbot that isn't <laughs> complex, <laughs> right? And doesn't have that really big library of information. So, just yeah, as with as with every decision you make. Um, with your business, you definitely have to make sure that uh, it's compatible with your target audience and makes sense for them. Yeah, and if you're you're saying saying to yourself, I don't know where to start, start simple. Uh, I think for the most complex business, just the ability to go back to simplicity. I mean, just think of where phone systems went with all the menus. Um, and now when you call the business and somebody answers the phone when it rings, like people love that stuff now. So to be able to go there and just get somebody live, Uh, to ask some questions, um, I think is going to to set you apart. Running your own business is hard. Those long hours, the doubt, the challenge to meet demands. But you're resilient, strong, dedicated, You do all of this for more than profits, success, or money. You do it because you care. You care about the people who shop here, eat there, drink here. You care about your community. You care about your team. Despite all else, you care. No matter what life throws your way, you power through it with grit and perseverance. You are the epitome of dedication. You are a small business owner. For this reason, Blue Cow Marketing salutes you.
Looking for a CRM that's more Canadian than apologizing for apologizing? Meet Client Connector. Imagine high levels genius, now with extra Canadian politeness and a dash of maple syrup smoothness. Courtesy of Blue Cow Marketing's decade of wizardry in business automation, this is where tech meets Canadian charm. For just $97 a month, you're not buying a system. You're getting a hockey team's worth of support, minus the ice. It's all the CRM power you need, with the personal touch of your favorite local diner. Ready to make your business as smooth as maple syrup and as efficient as a beaver dam? Paddle over to clientconnector.app and let's get your business saying sorry for being so awesome.